0: Today, the church gives us some fantastic readings that help us enter into, live, and experience, again, the great mystery of Easter. In the first reading, I was deeply struck by this a bit difficult verse which we read. It is necessary for us to undergo many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Is there anyone here who likes hardships? Put your hand up. No one? No? I don't see any, not even a bait. Oh, I got one little guy here. Who has to live with hardships every day? All right? And I'm, well, many don't. That's you're pretty lucky. Each of us has to live a lot of difficult hardships every day. And in this reading, it says that these hardships are necessary to enter into the kingdom of God. Necessary. Very difficult word, but very important word. In the early church, when the, the apostles and the first disciples were beginning to spread the good news, they ran into a lot of difficulties. Today, we heard that many towns welcomed them the message. But during these past few days and weeks, we've read as well that many towns rejected the Christian message and there was great persecution. In our hardships as well, often we are invited or we're forced to live a difficult experience. We often in front of our hardships, our sinfulness, the difficulties of our work experience, As well, experience in our homes, between spouses, with children. We enclose ourselves. We enclose ourselves to one another and to God. But this beautiful verse here, this beautiful reading, helps us to recognize the importance of the Holy Spirit. It says in the last verse that the Holy Spirit opened the doors to meeting other communities. The Holy Spirit as well wants to work in our lives. Wants to embrace, touch, and heal our hardships. Open our hardships to the presence of God. This morning, I was a bit late starting Mass because I was in the confessional. And I told the altar service today, I'm going to preach a homily about an injury I had. I damaged my knee a little bit two weeks ago on my bike. And I told him I want to preach about this hardship. And as like, the resurrection of Father John's knee. <laughs> but I think it can be emblematic for each and every one of us. My knee has been a little bit of a pain in the butt these past two weeks. I've had to hobble a little bit, especially getting out of bed in the morning. I can't kneel as well as I'd like. I've been standing during the prayer, the St. Michael the Archangel. And it's been taking time for God to heal this wound. And it is this way with all of our wounds, all of our brokenness, All of our suffering. Our God really wants to heal us. Make all things new. And this hardship has been an opportunity for me to really ask God. To really open my heart to Him. And to not close my heart. And this is the work of the Holy Spirit. And this is what God wants to do to each and every one of us. In our hardships in our difficulties, at work, in the family, with our children. God wants to dwell in our hardships and difficulties. It's a really important teaching. In the second reading, we read something very beautiful from one of the last chapters of the Bible. We had this incredible vision of St. John in the book of Revelation. And he tells his community, behold, remember, God is dwelling with you, the human race. Our God really does dwell in our lives. Dwells in the church. Dwells in our families. Dwells in our difficulties, in our hardships. The church wants to remind us today. To seek the presence of God in all of our difficulties, all of our hardships. Later on in this incredible reading, it says, The one who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. God can make all things new. He can transform our suffering. Transform the darkness of our sins, of our frustration." of our breakdowns in our relationships, our inability to love, which often dominates our lives every day. God can make all things new. And this is the gift of the Holy Spirit, which we will celebrate in a few weeks. God wants us to live with faith and hope that He's leading our lives, that He dwells in our difficulties, that He will make all things new. I was deeply struck as well in this gospel reading from John. We're in the 13th chapter. Beautiful chapter. It's the chapter where Jesus washes the feet of his disciples at the Last Supper. And this reading begins, when Judas had left them. Judas left the supper. He went on his way to betray Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. He was going to betray his friend. And Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in Him. Jesus knows that through this betrayal, through Himself being handed over, through Him journeying towards His death on the cross, His gift of self, His embracing all of sin, all of our suffering, all of our brokenness, His glory will be revealed. The glory of our Lord Jesus Christ is His resurrection. The victory, the triumph of love and mercy and tenderness and compassion. Over all of sin. Over all of our brokenness. Love has triumphed. And God wants to share this glory with us. He wants us to experience this glory in our flesh. Before our very eyes. in the dark places of our lives, in our sinfulness, in our inability to love. wants to make all things new. And when God does this, He shows us this victory in our life, we are really able to believe that He makes all things new. When we go to confession and have our sins forgiven, it's revealed to us before our very eyes that we are His beloved sons and daughters, that He forgives us always, from our, all of our sins. God wants to reveal His glory to us. In and through our sinfulness. I was thinking these past few days of this song we sing at the beginning of the Easter vigil. The Pregon Pasquale Easter, I don't know how to say that in English. But it's the song you sing at the very beginning. And it talks about, oh happy fault through which we merited such a great Redeemer. We have to look at our faults, our sins, our shortcomings, our inability to love, is the primary place through which God reveals to us His mercy. That He reveals to us the truth of who He is. That He has come into the world to heal us. To touch us with His tenderness and mercy. And reveal to us that we are His beloved sons and daughters And this is the truth of who we are. This gospel ends with the great commandment. I give you a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. As I have loved you. Very, very difficult commandment. I almost wish it wasn't in the Bible, this verse. We're called to love as Jesus loved laying down our lives in service and in love to one another. Very difficult. But this is what we're made for, dear friends. We're made to love and serve God and our neighbor as Jesus Christ reveals that to us. So as we continue this celebration, we continue this Easter period, this Easter journey towards Pentecost, let us pray for this gift. to Pray for the gift to grow in love. Let us look to Christ. Let us look at His gift of self to us through the Eucharist and through His death on the cross and ask for the gift to love as He loved. Oftentimes in the family, between spouses, with children who are a little bit crazy today, it's difficult to love. But we're always reminded that God has given us this gift, this grace, and He wants to help us to love this way. So let's pray for this gift as we journey towards Pentecost.